1: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. A Dear Media original podcast. Welcome in to Back to the Beach, you guys. Really quickly, I just want to start this episode off by talking to you about Factor. Factor is a ready-to-eat meal delivery kit. And you guys, when you think of fall, I mean, what do you think of? Because for me, I definitely think of a very packed schedule. And luckily, Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery keeps me fueled up and feeling good no matter how crazy my days and nights get. Whether you need a quick lunch or a nutritious meal that's ready in minutes, Factor makes it easy, and it's cheaper than takeout. I mean, I'd say that's a serious win. Factor is the perfect mealtime solution for an on the go lifestyle. Their fresh, never frozen meals are delivered and ready to heat and eat in two minutes so I can fuel up fast and get on with my day. Factor now offers 30 plus meals per week and 36 plus add on options like smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule. When things get extra busy, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I need them most, they also help me stay on top of my goals when it's hard to carve out time. With offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track without a lot of extra work. All right, you guys, you're going to want to head to go.factor75.com slash beach 130 and use code beach 130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code beach 130 at go.factor75.com slash beach 130 for $130 off.
2: I have notes here and it just says gnarly and I have five ticks. So I think you said <laughs> gnarly five times. Like A lot of gnarly people in a <laughs> really gnarly building.
1: And she's an artist.
0: <laughs> All right, everyone, it's back to the beach with Steven and Kristen. And for this episode, we have a very, very special guest, which we are super excited about. What's up, Dieter?
2: Hey, guys. So good to see you guys. Or more more Kristen than Steven, because I see Steven all the time. But <laughs> it's great to see you, Kristen.
1: It's so good to see you. It's been so long. I know I saw you about a year ago when we did that Get Out to Vote reunion, but I haven't actually seen you in person in probably like 17, 18 years, honestly.
0: Way too long. It's
1: insane. You know, would
0: this have been— Maybe one of the VMAs?
1: It had to have been, which is just insane. So we got to figure something out. We got to all meet up at some point.
0: Yes. W- did we ever hang out after we were
1: done with high school? Well, you and I did a couple times. We yeah, did? like you came to my condo in Larchmont. Like we definitely, I think we met for drinks one time. We hung out a couple times.
0: I mean, you weren't really back in Laguna much. No,
1: and I always had a boyfriend. So it was like, bye.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, definitely Dieter is sick of me because I'm always seeing him in different parts of the country. Dieter, where, where are you
2: right now? So in uh, in Arizona, running a hotel out here in uh, Scottsdale area, been here for a good year. But before that was New York for five years, which was awesome. And then D.C. right before the pandemic kind of hit us hard. Killing yeah, it.
0: I've been fortunate enough, very spoiled to be able to stay at all of these hotels that Dieter's been working at. And let me tell you, if you get to go. So Dieter's out of Darrow, Scottsdale right now. And whenever I go, I mean, Dieter kind of rolls out the red carpet for you.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to be hitting you up from now on, Dieter.
0: <laughs> yes. Only the best that Dieter uh, opens up. It's kind of like your thing, Dieter. You, you open up hotels for people. They're kind of—whether they've been renovated or they're just opening. Like, they come to you. They're like, we need Dieter to come open our hotel. I He's, love he's it. the expert That's at this, awesome.
2: right? It's been really fun because you get to live in all these great cities. And But I think my wife's getting a little over. We've done the cross-country move five times now.
0: Oof, so. That's a lot.
2: And so you're married and you have one very cute little boy. What's his name? Yeah, one little three-year-old named Nico Schmitz. He's awesome. Cute. Hands full. Little <laughs> bilingual. Izzy only speaks German to him. So it's kind of cool to see him like absorb both languages.
1: That's awesome.
2: I should give a little backstory here. Dieter Schmitz. Dieter Schmitz is your last name. Your dad
0: was German. You know, you weren't born in Germany, right? Where were you born?
2: I was born in Laguna. So now, not in Germany. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. Not very German, even though his name's Dieter Schmitz. He winds up meeting this girl who's Austrian.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: From Austria. You met her in California. You guys went up dating. Whirlwind romance. Next thing you know, you're marrying her. So great that you're able to kind of come back to your people a little bit.
2: <laughs> when I went back there to Austria and met her old family, they were just so excited because Dieter Schmitz and they just come up speaking just full German. I'm like, what's I'm from Guinea. <laughs> and I was like, so bummed. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: were so happy that she found a little German boy uh, in California. Just and kidding. And then you come up, you come back. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, dude. That's amazing. Well, we appreciate you joining us, man. We're, we're going to get right into the episode. We have episode 108, which is Grint and Barrett. This aired November 16th, 2004. Dieter, what were you doing November of
2: 2004? I was at San Diego State when this all started airing and was hoping no one would watch it and that didn't go that way. <laughs> but I remember when they would like air, I would go to the college gym and just try to like pretend like it wasn't happening.
0: Uh, The denial. I know the denial very well, my friend. It was like, no one's really watching the show. It's it's not interesting.
2: Yeah. And it was like the delay, too. Like, I remember the prom one came out and like, you know, I was single and they're like, but are you still together? I'm like, no, that was like a year ago. Like, no.
1: I know.
0: Uh, That's not tough. Explaining to your new college girlfriend (laughs) what's going on with this girl.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs)
2: It's like, why don't you buy me flowers?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that huge bouquet of flowers.
2: Oh, no. Where's the limo? Yeah. It's like, I didn't pay for the limo, obviously. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, you watched the Catalina episode. Yeah. And then have you gone back and watched the whole season or no?
2: No, I haven't watched it since it all first came out. Like there was one in the second season, the the, the slideshow one that I remember because it was pretty intense with like the fighting, but... Other than that, like I've never gone back and watched the first year and this proved why. <laughs> it's <painful>. No
1: kidding. <laughs> it's been kind of brutal to be honest.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: There's a lot we're seeing all over again for the first time. We- you said the slideshow. Is that the
2: fight the slide? Yeah, after the that was like oh. probably the one where I think there was the most like fighting going on and I remember it was, it was chaotic. Was it for you or Kristen <laughs> and I fighting again? What's going on? <laughs> that was the Jason one with, with the Jessica thing. Oh, okay. oh yeah, wow. So. Oh boy.
1: That's going to all be a surprise for me when we get there i've forgotten about all of that
0: all right so before we get into the, the whole episode here let me take us through mtv's little breakdown of the way that they preview our episode which they have the line the seniors charter a yacht to catalina <laughs> as
1: we do shit.
0: but low <laughs> skips out leaving lc without a buddy to survive camping kayaking and steven and Kristen's incessant cuddling
1: <laughs> we weren't even cuddling that much <laughs>
0: You know what? I noticed at the end when we're riding back from Catalina, but no, we're not cuddling. Everyone's sleeping because we're so fucking hungover.
1: I know. know. Actually, we'll get into that, but that was kind of good from an entertainment standpoint.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So then, of course, they had the little previously on where they've got Lauren giving her voiceover and she talks about prom. Actually, there not really being any drama besides, of course, the MTV drama that they laid out where... They're still trying to, you know, drag on this little love triangle. But next, we're going to hire a yacht, as we do as seniors, with all that money that we have, and charter it over to Catalina Island to go camping. So we'll say this. I think we were all, we were really excited about Mm -hmm. this. MTV brought up the idea, and we're like, fuck yeah, are you kidding me? A night away from our parents, got to Catalina, paid for by MTV? Let's go.
1: Oh, yeah. And to take a yacht over. I don't think at that point in my life I'd ever been on a yacht. I had never been to Catalina, actually. So I remember being very excited.
2: Yeah, Sam. Did you, did you ha- remember how they first approached it to you? No, I just remember they were getting us a yacht and I was excited because it's a weekend where we can just go and drink and... <laughs> Take a private yacht across. It's Like, wasn't <laughs> yeah. sure. Wasn't sure how they were going to explain whose yacht it was, which I don't think they really did. But yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just a, a Ferrari, just a cool little getaway, for sure. Yeah, I feel like they just kind of said that we, you know, uh, we were chartering it. We were
0: all pooling our money together, but of course, you never see that money exchanging hands. But then on the side, they also have this nice storyline where you kind of get the background of Christina's singing career or how she sung at the church where her dad was a pastor and her grandpa at the Crystal Cathedral, which is an IRL thing. This is really a, a place that does did exist. I'm not sure if it's there anymore. I'm not sure if her family's still affiliated with the church, but this Crystal Cathedral is very famous church in Southern California where Christina's grandpa was the pastor and then Christina's dad was as well. And MTV knew this about Christina, probably shot that footage at the church, right? Uh, you know, beforehand. And then that's when they decided early in the season, oh, we're going to see if we can get them to New York and have this whole audition take place, right?
1: Yeah. And I think, too, it was always important for them to have something to cut back to. So if we're all in Catalina, oh, perfect. Then they can cut back to Christina, who's still home. And they had Low as well, which... I thought Lowe's storyline on this episode was really great. Her disaster date that she went on, which we'll get into, but I thought it was really entertaining. I actually, I got to be honest, I loved this episode from an entertainment standpoint. I thought it was a really good one.
2: Yeah, they had some like pretty like aggressive cuts. Like they had like Christina at dinner and then they just cut to her rapping in a car. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) I loved it.
2: (laughs) I
0: think that was 50 Cent, by the way. And they tried to, I think they kind of did her a little dirty again here where They make her seem like she's so like not into it. And I think after she sings at the church, they kind of have her walking out like, oh, thank God that's over. And she's just like, thank God that's over as far as her nerves. And I know her, like her nerves of having to do something like that in front of everyone. She gets nervous and just like, oh, like cameras are there. So there's that added element. And to have it done with and walking out of there, she's just like, oh, phew, glad I get to put that behind me. And they make it sound like she, she's just entitled, ungrateful, and it's just kind of messed up, you know?
1: Well, and before she sings, they have her yawning and just seeming like she's so over it. And I'm sure she was probably waiting around for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say, though, she crushed it. Her and her sister did, and her brother, but they did such a great job. I thought that her singing was really, really great, and I do feel like, in a way, it was justice for her Broadway audition. Like, then they finally showed her in. A really great light. And they did give that to her, which I thought was good.
0: I agree. I should say, actually, I have history going to Catalina with Christina's family. I think we talk about it a little bit. Dieter and I mm-hmm. have a little conversation. But as I have mentioned before, our families were very close growing up. My mom went to high school with Christina's mom. They actually went to Laguna Beach High School together and they were best friends. And so I've grown up with Christina and have known her family since we were very little. And every Labor Day weekend, we'd go out on their family's boat. To Catalina for the weekend, and it was always an awesome experience. So, so
1: this was a very real thing for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Taking the the old yacht across
2: the uh, sea there to get to <laughs> Catalina. This was uh, wasn't my first time. He's trying to just <laughs> say it wasn't his first yacht, okay?
1: Humble brag over <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Okay, you guys, I am back again to talk to you about Factor, but this time, Steven is going to chime in because I know you also love them. So, Stephen, what can you tell us?
0: Yeah, well, actually, I was first introduced to Factor by my brother who was getting the meals delivered to our door and kind of get a little whiff of those after they're ready to be eaten. And he had a good response from them. And then here they are sponsoring the pod. And I got involved with them. I also got some of their smoothies sent to me. I got some of the strawberry banana and tropical fruit smoothie, which was really delicious. So uh, good on Factor. They make great delivery meals sent right to your door. Can't recommend them enough, you guys.
1: Factor's new Protein Plus preference makes it easy to power up with deliciously satisfying meals with 30 grams of protein or more.
0: Factor now offers 30 plus meals per week and 36 plus add-on options like smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule.
1: Factor equals free time. Instead of spending those precious hours after you get home hustling around the store and the kitchen, they'll deliver ready-made meals right to your door, eliminating all that meal planning, prep, and cleanup time.
0: When things get busy, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week, or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Not only do Factor meals save me time, they also keep me satisfied. Their chef-crafted recipes are packed with restaurant-quality flavor and it is so so good I almost can't believe it's dietitian approved. Head to go.factor75.com/beach130 and use code beach130 to get $130 off across 6 boxes. Again, that's code beach130 at go.factor75.com/beach130 for $130 off.
1: So they have Alex, H, and I setting it up, listing everyone who's going because that's really natural, you know, just like running through everybody's names. And I'm back to saying some really dumb stuff. I'm like what's the president that's been there? You know, some big president. And then I'm like, oh, maybe it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. The stuff that came out of my mouth. I mean,
0: was he governor at that time? I'm not sure. Don't don't hold me on this, but. All right, I
1: I really appreciate you kind of defending me here. Eventually, Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger was the governor of California for a while. So it could have been during that time.
1: Maybe I'm just psychic. You were getting there, but yeah,
0: I didn't know what the point was. I
1: was trying to talk about how big the Crystal Cathedral was. Oh, okay,
0: sorry. You know, by
1: saying, you know, all of these people go, and you know, these presidents. Insert. oh, just kidding. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Mother Teresa, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mother
2: Teresa. <laughs> yeah. I have notes here and it just says like gnarly and I have five ticks. So I think you said gnarly five times. Like a lot of gnarly people in a uh, really gnarly building and it's just gnarly.
1: <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up because Stephen and I talked about that. I think it was last week. All of the Laguna Beach terms, gnarly standard. It's the surfer terms, you know, that yeah. I remember when I moved to Laguna because I'm not from Laguna, even though everybody thinks I am. But I didn't move to Laguna until my freshman year in high school. And I had to like learn all of these terms. And I picked them up very quickly. But then I also lost them just as quickly as soon as I moved out of there.
0: Happily. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's some it's a little cringy. I remember working in the surf shop. The, the lingo was strong. Uh, everyone kind of talked the same. Everyone answered the phone same way. It's like you kind of leaned into the dude there. But, dude, I want to mention this little conversation we had how often we would go and, and check the surf yeah. together.
2: Yeah, I, I have a note just two bros watching the waves, just sunset and like, let's just talk about <laughs> camping. That was our favorite thing to do. Yeah. So, from
0: there, we are headed out on this boat and we get on, and there's this like full spread going on on the boat. It's like fully catered, of course. Thank you, MTV. And then (laughs) we kind of go into this funny little all right we're going camping get the boys you got the girls and then lauren's kind of the odd one out she's reading a a horoscope on the way over which i thought was really funny the mtv was probably just licking their chops on
1: they probably gave it to her they're like here read everyone's horoscopes (laughs)
0: she's like like, and they're like steven's an aquarius by the way i think the the only reason she knew that was aquarius she's an aquarius as well she's february 1st i'm february 7th and they have her read this horoscope and i just want to read it to you guys one more time says as mars the planet of disagreements, moves into your sign's relationship sector. This is not the time to rock the love boat unless you know it's the right time to end a relationship. She's like, ooh. And I'm like... <laughs> and I just, yeah, she laughs, and then you, mo- you mock her from across the boat. I was like, yeah. I think that was a, that was an IRL moment.
1: I'd say that was IRL for sure.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you remember anything about being on that boat, going over there? Because Trey, you know, we had Trey out there on the bow just yeah, thinking about his Yeah, I like the shot
2: of Trey just like, Filming Titanic by himself, like on the bow, just like deep in thought. That was a weird <laughs> one. I don't remember. I guess you know we were obviously just trying to set up the bear thing, and D- you did a good job of that. I mean, you were yeah, y- you were teeing it up the just whole planting way, planting
1: little seeds. You know,
2: do you remember MTV talking to you about it? I think we were like our whole thing was just like get them going on it, and yeah, we 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 wanted to mess with them, and I think we did pretty good, like setting it up and getting them all to believe it. Execution was probably not great, but
1: I thought you did a great job actually. No,
2: not me, Stephen, wearing the suit. Um. Oh. <laughs> you know what?
0: All of my execution was wasted on putting up the tent because when we get there, Krista and I, we popped that tent so quick, we got that thing dominated. Up. Your, your tent's rolling down the
1: hill. We're like, bam, we won. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say that I think when you guys were setting up or well, I guess, Dieter, it was mostly you on the yacht over setting, just laying the groundwork for the whole bear thing. I think we were all kind of like, nah, there's not bears, but like, all right, we're listening, you know, but the kicker for all of us was when the Rangers came over and they were the ones who were like you know, be careful. We haven't had as much rain. So the bears are coming over. They're looking for food. Then we were all like, wait, what? Oh my God, this is a real thing. And then we all started freaking out. Yeah,
0: that the ranger was classic. He's so funny as as, Mm -hmm. you guys are asking about bears and he's like, Yeah, well, you know, we've only had four inches of rain instead of 12 to 14. So there's a good chance they're going to be looking for water.
1: (laughs) What?
0: Such a ranger. Yeah, (laughs) he's very, very matter of fact and delivering the intel.
1: Yeah, I thought that was great. And I like, too, that they showed a little bit of fun, which they don't show a whole lot on this show. But we went kayaking. You were jumping off the cliff. That was all fun. That was all very real. They did take my audio that it was cold, I think, 500 times. I maybe said it twice and they used it a million times. It's like, we get it. I think it's cold. All right. We're, we're well aware. Yep. But other than that, I felt like it was a good scene. It showed us how we really were. Also, you're a bit oh. of a daredevil jumping off that yeah, cliff. A cliff. little dangerous.
0: <laughs> I should say I, I almost died doing that, by the way.
1: Just minor detail. Almost died, by the way.
0: <laughs> what they don't show is about the 45 minutes it took me to climb up the wall to get up there because so we we kind of we kayaked over and I was like I think I could get up there and I'm climbing barefoot up this rocky wall and it's it's straight up and I got to this one point near the top where I had to go up I couldn't go down you were way too committed so you know if I was needing to go back I would have to try to jump out and over rocks to get there but I was I wouldn't make it so I remember looking down going well I can't go back I need to find a way up and the last thing I had to do was kind of, as it was up by the dirt and no longer rocks, I had nothing to grab onto. So I didn't know like how I could pull myself kind of over this ledge and get up onto the path and then and jump off. And I was scared. I remember like, yeah. you're kind of yelling at me, like, come on, what are you doing? Like, hurry up. And I'm <laughs> like, "Yeah, I, I didn't want people to know that like I was freaking out inside. I was, MTV's oh like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I was super <sighs> stressing. And I finally grabbed this like one little weed, but then it pulled out. <laughs> And then there was oh a little god. root underneath it. And then I was like, okay, maybe I can hold on to this. I don't know. Long story short, I was so scared. And I was like, fuck it. I just got to commit. And if I fall backwards, I'll just try to push off as far as possible. But…
1: Oh my god. That was scary. I was like, oh my god.
0: MTV's going to have me just falling to my death on these rocks. Or I was like, maybe I won't die. But I'm going to be bouncing off some rocks. I'll probably get knocked unconscious. And this is going to be terribly embarrassing. So I was like, you better figure this out. So… What a way to go. Right? Don't recommend <laughs> it. I kind of reached up and just kind of committed. Thankfully, this little root I found the ground held, and I pulled myself up. And I remember I was so jazzed. The adrenaline was running at that point. I was like, I'm going to do a front flip. (laughs) So we were kind of running off and and doing a flip into the water. So
1: yeah, I was impressed watching it back.
0: Oh, there you go. Right on.
1: So it was worth it. I was probably (laughs) trying
0: to impress you back then. So I'm glad it's still paying off 18 years later. Yes, it's
1: working now still. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then they cut to Lowe's date with Mike. I think Lowe actually did date Mike. He went to a different school. I can't remember which school it was, but I do remember her. I think dating him for a period of time.
0: Okay, this was so the... this
1: was this was real. It wasn't like some setup date that she had.
0: Interesting. This was news to me. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Never, well, never. And then, seen then you him know what? It
1: was so funny. They talk about how she's getting, she's on the phone with Lauren saying they're going to go get sushi and then they go to Pomodoro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Which
1: is apparently the only spot we ever eat at on the show.
0: (laughs) Right. That's the only place MTV could
1: shoot. Not sushi at all. So clearly this wasn't filmed in the same night. You know, that was obviously her date was later on and then they pieced it together. But I felt bad for Lowe during this date. He seemed so disinterested. He was on his phone the whole time looking around. I was like, what a douche. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's a great guy today. But I was like, wow, that's that was not cool. I mean, You're on camera, at least fake it. Don't
0: ever answer your phone in the middle of a date when you are first started dating somebody. That's, that's a terrible look. Even if
1: you're together for a long time, I have like a weird thing about being on your phone on a date. I don't think you should have your phone. I mean, for me, sometimes I'll check my phone to make sure if I have my kids, like just making sure everyone's alive sure. and my babysitter hasn't texted me. But other than that, I don't think you should be on your phone.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that, like going in middle school. I mean, we didn't even have cell phones. So like you would get dumped by like groups at once. You know, you're like, you'd see your girlfriend's friends coming over you're like oh god no no and they'll just be like i want to let you know britain says it's over you're like no but that's five weeks of my life (laughs) but it's like now they can just like text each other and they don't have to like deal with the the drama of the rejection or like trying and yeah i mean i think it's going to be scary when our kids grow up because i mean we're we're that old where cell phones (sighs) didn't happen until like right before high school.
1: I would have been in way more trouble.
2: Limited <laughs> limit in characters too. You could text could only be so yeah. long. It's like Twitter now. Uh, yeah, that's
0: right. Well, let's get into the evening uh, on Catalina Island, which like there's some fun bits here. I think the trying to, you know, cook food for ourselves for the first time, trying to get a fire going, all that good <laughs> stuff. And then we get into the darkness and a little creepiness and the stress of, of a possible bear attack uh, is starting to plant itself with girls. And then we decide, as we do, you know, a Ouija board to bring mm. out. I'm wondering, like, all right, is this an MTV or an IRL moment?
1: Had to be MTV. We're not, yeah, we're not Ouija board. We didn't travel with a Ouija board. This is like a, this yeah, is like wait, Movies. I got to get my Ouija board and bring it to Catalina. <laughs> yeah. like, if you
0: ever no. like, came up to me and were like, let's play Ouija, bro, I'd be like, what the fuck? That's Literally. true. Yeah. I,
1: all MTV.
0: Definitely. But there's a great line. And Dieter, by the way, throughout the show, you've got some really, really funny lines. Just yes. a little one lighter moments that I'm glad they got in there, where they get to show your personality and, you know, you've got a great sense of humor. So, glad that comes out. And there's one where we are just getting into the Ouija board. You could tell how cheesy we feel this is already <laughs> because we're like, all right, here we go. And then, and then you asked the first question, we were like, is Morgan so a virgin? Good. And then you It's move it so like,
1: good. Wait, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I was laughing so hard. <laughs>
2: it was funny. What do you What do you remember about that, Dieter? I remember regretting saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Why? Because well, I I say what no, and then you know it cuts to everyone like being like, no, Dieter, shut up, she is, and then you know just feeling awful <sighs> that it aired. No.
1: It didn't cut to everybody saying that. It cut to one person saying that. Everyone else was laughing. I think everyone else thought it was really
0: funny. (laughs) Yeah, I think everyone knew it was a joke, Yeah, it was a joke. Everyone knew it was a
2: joke. I just remember when it aired feeling like bad that, I don't know. I mean, like you said, you're saying some pretty dumb things and it was a joke. Morgan didn't give you any grief about it, did she? I don't remember. I just, I remember, I think I apologized when I saw her next and was just like, sorry, I even joked about that. Not cool.
1: Morgan had such a great yeah, sense of I humor. Yeah. I, I don't think she cared. she
0: cared. It was more, I just felt bad. Uh, it, I think it's also, Dieter, it's a good thing to be able to look back and know that you're not that person anymore. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun reminder. Like, look, we've got some fond memories, but to me, like, I'm so happy I'm not 18 years old anymore, you know? Like, it's just... No
1: kidding.
0: Some of the dumb stuff that comes out of our mouths that you just, you're just trying to get a laugh from your friends. Like, that's a, the priority at that time in your life, right? It's like, you want to crack your friends up and you're not thinking
2: about too much outside know. of that. Was this you know, right after? Because I mean, I, I remember I referenced Jack in the Box. So was this after Kristen and Jessica cooked for us? Oh, yeah.
1: I think it had to be just based on where you and I were at, Stephen. The dinner when Jessica and I cooked for you guys, things were a little tense, a little awkward. Here, you can tell we're very much together and things were like pretty good. That's you know? right.
2: But that's another good line. <laughs> like you want to go to Jack in the Box. Really, yeah. really well done. I still can't. I've never once had feta cheese since that night and I swear to God, that's true. <laughs> It's an actual true story.
1: I am sorry that we ruined feta cheese like, for you. Feta cheese is actually very
2: forever, good. Forever. Forever. Because it was like the smell. So like if they're ever like, would you like feta on that? I like, I'm like, i like, why would I want feta on that?
1: Well, you know what? At least we made a lasting impression on you. That meal, that
2: meal for sure did. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I like this
1: line as we
0: start to get into the nighttime, as I mentioned. Kristen, you're getting into the tent. And I'm like, can you take your shoes off, please? <laughs> which is, I know. This is something from all the years camping with my family. That you, if you <laughs> wow. wore your shoes inside the tent and you got any dirt in the tent, you were, I mean, you had to clean that thing out. Every little grain of sand and it. dirt had to be gone. So I this is my the first sign of me turning into my parents. Really, really funny <laughs> I moment. I, that cracked me up. And then we get into this bear, which… Dieter, you actually uh. just kind of speaking beforehand as I first teed up the episode to you uh, and asked you to come on. You mentioned something about where we shot the Catalina stuff. Can you uh refresh our memory there?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think something happened where they they lost the footage of or didn't have enough. Oh, yeah. And I remember they called us over to Trey's house and they're like, but where this clothes? like, where are these clothes? And we were like, what the why? And so I wore the same clothes and then we got there and there was a tent and we were all like, oh, hell no. You like recreate stuff, but we had never like fully faked being somewhere. And so that whole scene of you getting in the bear suit that's in Trey's backyard with Trey's mom, like washing the dishes. And they gave me a camcorder for some reason. They're like, pretend like you're filming. And I just remember, and it's like, hey, be quiet or you'll wake them up. And I remember being like, now this is getting to the point where maybe we're just going a little too far of us recreating stuff. But it was like the only time we ever like fully faked being somewhere.
1: That is amazing. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. I
2: forgot about that
0: too. But I do, I do remember that where they fully set up the tent and to shoot all that stuff around the tent oh,
1: that's at great. Trey's I house. I love those little nuggets. It just shows how set up the show was, you know, stuff like. Uh, but
2: yeah, on this episode, when you see it, it's like perfect shadows of Steven getting in the suit. It's <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> well, so Steven, you told me you were like, I'll be right back. And then you were gone forever. And I was <laughs> like, I literally was like, where the hell is Steven? <laughs> but I love that everyone's like, there's a bear, there's a bear. And I'm outside of the tent cruising around like, where is Steven? Where is Steven? Like when there's supposedly a bear on the loose and I'm just going to go out there and what, fight the bear? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're all like nervous. Like whose tent is he in? Like what's happening? Yeah, yeah, It's it's a genuine moment. We should also say that I remember we were all you know pretty intoxicated, of course, but MTV, they walked to the picnic table there and they were like, all right, guys, remember you aren't allowed to drink. You aren't of age. So please... <laughs> No drinking. And then Dieter, do you remember the cooler breaking and then like all the beers rolling down the hill? Something like that happened. We are oh, like, yeah. oh, busted. I think the park rangers were around. We were so worried about the park rangers looking up at our campsite and seeing these knuckleheads with like beers rolling down the hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I wrote down some of Kristen's great lines as she's running around. There's there's oh. Stephen in all caps. Stephen, where are you? And then it's you. You look so fucking dumb. That doesn't even look like a bear suit. You look yeah. so stupid. How
1: stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was not happy. Well, I was like, why wouldn't you tell me? I'm like, you left me alone. Everyone's paired up together. I was all all by my lonesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: was a little messed up on my part, but all in good fun. I did love Rude. fucking with you.
1: I know. And I will say the bear suit,
0: yeah, I mean, it looked nothing like a bear. It was very cheesy.
1: No, it was cute. What's your summer fantasy? A whirlwind romance in Italy, getting wet dancing in a warm rainstorm, or maybe an unexpected summer fling? No matter how you want to get steamy this season, Dipsy has a sexy story for you to indulge in all your fantasies. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. 90% of women use mental framing to get turned on. Yet, most of the innovation in female pleasure has been focused on the body rather than the brain. But Dipsy brings these mental scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters so you can listen to exactly what turns you on and feel connected to your body. Find stories about a spontaneous hookup with a hot stranger, getting closer with that sexy yoga instructor you can't stop thinking about, or even stories about trying something new with your longtime partner. And Dipsy is more than just stories. They support your sexual wellness too. They have sleep stories to help you relax and wellness sessions to help you unlock new confidence in and out of the bedroom. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to DipsyStories.com slash beach. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A Stories.com slash beach. Again, that's DipsyStories.com slash beach. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about a brand that I have loved for years and years. That is Siete. If you haven't heard of them, they are a better for you Mexican American food brand. They're family owned and operated by the seven, hence Siete, members of the Garza family. They make delicious gluten free products like tortillas, tortilla chips, Mexican cookies, potato chips, taco seasoning, refried beans. I mean, you name it, they have it. And I honestly have every single product in my kitchen and my pantry. Steven, I know they sent you a huge box and you also love them. Tell me what some of your favorites are.
0: I mean, who doesn't love Siete? I feel like anybody listening to this right now who is aware of Siete has tried their chips at the very least and been like, oh my gosh, these are amazing, which they are. Uh, We can't say enough about Siete. I got a huge box full of goodies, as Kristen mentioned, fully stocked up, which I was thrilled about. And just this last weekend, I brought out the refried beans. I had the black bean that I incorporated into a seven-layer dip for the first weekend of NFL football and Mm. oh my gosh, it was delicious. I had it for the morning games, stuck it in the fridge, brought it back out for the afternoon games, and may or may not have had a little bit more of it on Monday Night Football. So, there is so much to do with Siete, whether it's the tortillas, the refried beans, the enchilada sauces, uh, their chips, of course, tortillas. I'm, I'm all about it. So thank you, Siete.
1: You know what, Siete? The only other thing I want to say is, in the past, they have sent me little individual bags that I could put in my kids' lunches. I need more of those, you guys. So make that happen because my kids also love them.
0: Ooh, I'm telling you, Siete, they're all over it. Yeah,
1: and you guys, the Garza family just wrote their first cookbook. It's called The Siete Table, Nourishing Mexican-American Recipes from Our Kitchen, which includes over 100-plus gluten-free recipes. I was lucky enough to get an advanced copy Everything looks incredible. So you guys are definitely going to want to check that out. You can pre-order The Siete Table today, wherever books are sold. Visit www.sietefoods.com to learn more about the cookbook, their story, family, and foods. That's www.sietefoods.com.
0: So then we, we go to the next day. Oh, yeah. We're all just like hauling the stuff down the hill, getting back on the boat. We're all so hungover. Do you remember anything about that, theater?
2: Yeah, I remember we had a very, very, very long night. And I remember I get motion sickness really bad. So I was just trying not to throw up. Yeah. It was really weird watching this because, like, I, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this, but I always wonder, I'm like, could they do this show nowadays? And I, I don't think there's any world with liabilities and lawsuits where they could film a bunch of underage kids drinking like all the time.
1: Well, they wouldn't get away with half of the stuff that they did. We talk about that a lot. How I think at the time, because this was so new, people weren't looking for the gaps or the the errors that they made. Where now people watch reality shows going, there it is. I knew that that was fake. That doesn't match. We'd be live
0: tweeting it. I would live tweet this shit and finally have an opportunity to defend myself. Because the hardest thing about this show at that time is you're just this little pea on this planet and this, you know, machine now has your life filmed and they've taken it and edited it however they want and put it out there. I don't have a publicist. I don't have like any sort of social media to go out and say, guys, guys, let me just clear this up. And so it was uh, a very unfortunate, helpless feeling. MTV still has their shows, their reality shows to this day. But I think, you know, being able to do Laguna, absolutely not. That's
2: what was know? kind of cool about this episode. It was like, I thought like you and Kristen and I and Jessica, like I thought we had a lot of good memories, like hockey games and stuff. And this episode was kind of cool because it showed us like <laughs> doing something else other than what the show fold back on a lot. Then the drama. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Dita, we've got a couple of. Things that we do usually at the end of every episode that uh, I asked you to do, which we've got a quote and a do-over and some ratings. So let's go ahead and jump into that. Do you have a best quote from
2: the episode? I think it's Kristen. That doesn't even look like a bear. How stupid.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. Thank you. That's a good one. I had, uh, are these my boobs? And then Trey goes, that's your ass, bro. (laughs) which is a funny little bit from when we're getting dressed into the bear suit. What about you, Kristen?
1: Mine isn't necessarily like one quote, but it's when Lo and Lauren are talking about me and they're saying my voice is like nails on a chalkboard. And that's when Stephen is born. You know, (laughs) Stephen, (laughs) which then, of course, became like all I was known for. So I got to go with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's still people to this day that do that to me same they, they can't execute it quite like you There's, you're one of a kind there so
1: I would hope not I'll go on like other people's podcasts and stuff and they'll be like can you just say Steven? <laughs>
0: Stephen that's so funny they make you do that when people do it to me they they, they think that they're so funny and I actually kind of like oh you should see how stupid you look <laughs> you do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever do it to you ever again totally now <laughs> now that you just said that yeah okay we always go through and say a do over something that we wish we could redo so do you yeah, have I one mean, I
2: appreciate you not bringing it up Kristen but my eyebrows Holy shit. (laughs) What's up with your
1: eyebrows? I was in the same boat.
2: (laughs) I made the mistake of watching this with Izzy and she was like, my wife was like dying laughing. She's like, what did you do to your eyebrows? And I had really bushy eyebrows. (laughs) So I like would trim them with box scissors. Oh my God. So embarrassing.
1: My do over just the more dumb shit that I said, just talking about Mother Teresa and you know, the president.
0: All right. Well, what about a personal rating for yourself, Dieter, as far as the way you were portrayed in the episode and how you feel seeing yourself?
2: I mean, I think it's, you know, you sometimes say things you wouldn't want to say, but I think a passing grade of a C, I'll always take that. Wasn't too bad. Wasn't too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. All
0: right. You got some good lines in there. You're feeling a little guilty about what you said about on the Ouija board, but Ooh. honestly, I think you're being hard on yourself. It was yourself. It funny, was funny yeah. and everyone knew it was a joke, yeah. so that's not a big deal. So Sorry,
2: Morgan.
1: <laughs> Kristen, what about you? I'm going to go with a B. They Showed more of my fun side, but I definitely still continue to say dumb stuff and just have little moments. (laughs) What about you, Steven?
0: (laughs) I get myself a C because it's just kind of playful. We go on this trip together and yeah, they've, they're kind of playing with the love triangle a little bit, but I I don't have to talk about it or, or have some sort of awkward conversation where we're selling it in a way uh, that MTV needs. I'm just kind of along for the ride. So I was like, okay, I'm good. We'll take a C.
1: Your highest rating, yeah, congratulations.
0: <laughs> and then for an audience rating, I went with a C as well. As far as there not being a ton of drama about things that happened that I think MTV would have, you know, maybe a fight between you and Lauren or between you and I. Something that they would have just been licking their chops over. They don't have that. It's just kind of this casual, let's go out to Catalina, we're camping, some fun, cute stuff happens. They got Lowe's date. And, you know, Christina's at her church singing, doing her thing. So I'm sure the audience is going like, get me back on the drama train. So yeah, I gave it a C.
1: Let's go back to combo. Yeah, I gave it a C for the audience. <laughs> OK, I went B minus. So same thing. Yeah. All the same reasoning. Dieter, what do you think watching it? Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I think probably the, it's of all the ones, not as much of the drama. But I mean, I liked it personally because it was more what we really did all the time. So for myself, I think I could be probably for the audience. like a C.
0: There it is. Good deal. Well, Dieter, thank you so much, man, for giving us some of your time and and sharing some yes. of your memories. We, we've really enjoyed all the bits and pieces that you've got in the show with some of your one-liners and jokes along the way. And it's it's really cool to be able to sit here and talk to you about it.
2: Yeah, guys, it was fun.
1: Yeah, Dieter, it's so good it's to really see good you. really good to see you, Kristen. Yeah, I really stay appreciate at the hotel you coming
2: on. Stephen, I'll see you in a year.
1: I will after I hear what you do for everybody I'm coming Kristen, I'm telling you I'm going to expect all the luxury things when I take come take them
2: up on that anytime thanks guys keep tabs on Dieter <laughs> and,
0: and where he's working you're going to want to stay at those resorts next week we'll jump into episode 109 I don't know what that is in front of me but uh, I'm sure it's going to be loaded with all sorts of sure it'll of be geez. good <laughs> see ya
1: bye guys <laughs> Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti.
0: We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back to Laguna Beach with us.
1: You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio hashtag pod, at Kristen Cavallari and at Stephen Coletti.
0: Got any questions about the show, give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-ZERO.
1: And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review.
0: Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clay.
1: Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson.
0: Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor.
1: Music supervision by Jonathan Lane.
0: Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi.
1: Cover composed by Steve Shebby.
0: And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostic.